Are you recording? Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> I didn't know what we were doing. You don't listen to my episodes, nigga. That's why. If you listen to them, you would know what the fuck's going on right now. All right, stoners. Welcome back to episode eight i think no i really don't actually know i think it's episode eight so welcome back to the podcast i'm your host again madison as always um okay let me bring my notes up because the guest that i have today i had to think all day about how i was going to introduce this person because it's just, just like and it's that. not bentley who oh by the way okay this is kind of like a family episode shut up children now my dog's here we have charlie we have bentley and we have malo but malo's over in the corner just minding his own business and charlie and bentley are over here just making a fucking mess right now you are ugly when you do that charlie don't do that no 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 sit down fucking work here girl anyway so oh and by the way just to give a quick disclaimer um we're sharing a microphone right now because my other mics like i just don't feel like it's capturing noise very well also, I'm recording in my room again, so just so just like I think my first solo session I did with you guys, I had to have the window cracked a little bit, so if it picks up any background noise, I apologize, but this is just what it is for right now. Anyway, so this is this was the intro that I wrote. I said, on today's episode, I have Serena. To avoid putting our business out there, I'm just going to leave it as we are co-parents of our fur babies that live together. She's the guest today, though, because she's a videographer slash photographer that takes pictures for vendors and delivery services. So the pictures you see on Leafly and Weed Maps, she takes high quality photos like that. So I'll let her take over her intro from here. <laughs> um, that was a great intro. Uh, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, um, my name is Serena. And uh, Rena, right. Rena Ray is, yes, uh, another well-known name. Don't call me that if I, if I haven't known you for a while, though. Um, Charlie! Yeah, Charlie, you're fucking up. it up, bro. You're fucking it up. It's picking up your noise. You're fucking it up. Shut up. All right. So back to it. Yep. I'm Serena Ray. Serena Ray Visions is uh, my video production company. Um, right now, I'm more so of a videographer, um, but in the hopes of building it out, making it more than what it is now. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like you said, I mean, um, kind of where it all started was just with weed photography and kind of branched off from there. Well, not to be rude, I didn't ask you where it started yet. Okay, well then don't. That's going to be later on. Yeah, well, edit that part out then. Anyway, stop talking. They're not going to be able to hear me. We're sharing one mic. You said that I'm louder. I'm not louder. You're louder, crazy. Anyway, okay, we're just going to get into the dank of the day because this is just, this is how this episode's going already. All right, Serena, what do we have today? Headband. <laughs> fucking hate you okay that's not the one we're smoking first don't you oh, remember no, what we talked no, about no 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 it's not this is um this is lemon drop lemon drop lemon drop you like had one job you I was fucked it up already i thought you just told me to just find that one hold on okay so anyway the first one that we're smoking is lemon drop so where did we get this from Sova, so it's S-O-V-A. I know that when we first started this, I said that I was going to give the clubs a shout out, but I don't buy my own weed. Um, <laughs> Serena and I split our like, what, 
I'm like, hi, what am I trying to say? We split our shit, like our pile, our load. We split our load. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> we um we buy together. So like the way our pay periods are set up is that I get paid one week and then she gets paid the following week just on a different day. So I'll buy weed to last us a week and then she buys weed to last us until I get paid and then we just keep going. So I don't buy it. She has her rec. I currently do not, but it's legal in California, so I don't fucking need it. <laughs> I just want to get want to put that out there. I'm not doing anything illegal right now. Anyway, we got this from Selva, um, but Lemon Drop um, from Leafly is described as a mellow, fluffy bud that provides a pleasant, giggly sensation. Do you experience that with this strain? I think you're a little giggly right now, but um, no. Did I ask you that? No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so it's, okay, it says this strain, Bentley, stop chewing on the cord. No. That's a no. Cool. I love you, but you're so difficult. I'm going to talk about this and talk about Bentley because I think he's just, he wants attention right now. And maybe if I talk about him, he'll fucking stop being bad. Um, anyway, this strain is indica dominant hybrid. Um, it's supposed to give you a stronger body feeling than anything else. So it's relaxing, but it's not supposed to be overpowering. Um, it has a lemony clean taste. Um, it's, it's supposed to, um, I think be like the candy. Like it says, like the taste is supposed to be reminiscent of the candy. I don't taste that personally. Um, this is sun grown, right? Yeah. This is outdoor. So I feel like anything that's grown outdoor just by default tastes like dirt. So that's what I taste. I mean, unless it's like a really fruity strain, but that's just, I mean, that's me personally. Um, we are going to be smoking another blunt that Serena had mentioned. We're going to be smoking headband and we smoked this in a different episode. I think it was the, the hot box session with Lash Mob and, uh, uh, Mr. Castle. So, um, I can give you guys, what is it again? It's a, it was an indica dominant hybrid. So it's an indica dominant hybrid. Um, it comes from OG Kush and Sour Diesel. It says that the flavors in headband are supposed to be a little bit lemony as well. So we're just all about the lemon today, I guess. I, yeah. It just worked out that way. But um, this one, I don't know, I think I talked about this last time, but it says that the effects can create a slight pressure on the crown of your head as if you're wearing a headband. Oh, that's why it's yeah. gone. <laughs> there we go. All right. I don't know. I got to pay attention when we smoke it. Well, that was the dank of the day. So that's what we're smoking on right now. So I'm going to go into some of the questions. Now, again, we're sharing a microphone. I'm not sharing with her right now. I have it all to myself because I'm talking just me. But I'm going to hand it over to her. So if the audio kind of cuts out at some parts when either her or I are talking, that's why. But I am ordering another microphone. And then the audio should get better from there, hopefully. Um, oh, and let me just talk about Bentley because he's biting my hand. So... We got a puppy. His name is Bentley. Um, we didn't name him after the car, but it's spelled like the car. I don't like when people leave that extra E out. It makes me feel weird. It's B-E-N-T-L. Nope. E -Y. Yep. E-Y. There you go. I don't know how to spell. I'm high. Um, I don't know what the fuck he is. Anytime that you get a small dog, they always say it's a chihuahua mix. But when they get older, you can tell if they're a chihuahua or not. He's definitely small. Um, but he's gotten really fat since he's been here and he's gotten real big and he's a fucking brat. He wakes me up every morning between three o'clock and four o'clock in the morning. 
um, he sleeps in Serena's room and Serena puts him on the floor when she gets annoyed of him in the middle of the fucking night. So then he comes into my room and he bugs me. First he shits on my floor and then he whines until I pick him up and put him on my bed and then he bites my head and he bites my hair and he bites my nose and he bites Charlie and he bites Mollo and then I get fucking tired of it so I get up and I put his ass back in Serena's room, close the door and then I go back to sleep for 15 minutes before I have to get up in the morning. And um, that's kind of why I smoke today, you know, <laughs> amongst other things like I got shit on by a bird. Um, why do you smoke today? Well, speaking of Bentley, I typically work from home, and um, thanks to Bentley and his incessant chewing, uh, he chewed a hole through my, uh, <laughs> you keep telling me to get louder, like, <laughs> I didn't mean in the middle of the word, like, uh, he chewed a hole, <laughs> shut up, you're fucking me up, bro, alright, so yeah, he chewed, and then we got these fuckers. So yeah, he chewed a hole through my headset cord, so I had to report into the office today, which really kind of sucked, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's why I'm smoking today. Anything else? Like any other reason? How was your week? Anything else that's happened throughout the week so far? I know we're only halfway through, but. No, yeah, my week is just getting started. Uh, I haven't had too much going on to, to really be stressed out or anything about. But, yeah, going into work for the next few days is kind of shitty. Yeah. Serena's schedule is um, Tuesday through Saturday. Yeah. So her week really just started. Like, it's, well, I mean, I guess it's only, like, a day behind. Yeah. But, like, you know, whatever. It's a little bit different. Anyway, so we kind of talked about it earlier in the introduction. But, basically, Serena, um, she – what do I even, you take pictures of weed. So what is it called? So Serena is into cannabis photography. We're sure there's a more official name for it, but we don't know it yet. But I also think it's because it's kind of like a, like an area that's not super like, what am I trying to say? Um, Just like an area that a lot of people have like an expertise in of, of like how to, to make that product look a certain way without exaggerating it right so I kind of want to start from the very beginning so I I have questions for you that I'll kind of I it'll help us through the timeline of your journey but also help us understand what you do and kind of everything that goes into it and the people you've been able to work with so basically just to start out what made you from the very very beginning what made you even want to get the camera because literally like I came home one day and you just had like oh I just ordered a camera and I'm gonna start taking pictures and I was like oh, okay that's cool but like where did that come from you know so, um, from your previous episode, I don't remember which one it was, that Bruce, Bruce, and uh, Green Lamp were on. But Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy. Three. Yeah, Bruce Leroy. There we go. Um, Bruce Leroy and I are acquaintances, and um, he was talking to me just about how he needed someone to take put pictures for him, you know, for weed, and just in general, like, having a someone that he could rely on for visuals because he was, you know, taking his business kind of to the next level, and we had talked about it, but I wasn't really, like... I wasn't really sure that I could do exactly what he wanted, um, and I don't know. I just kind of pulled the trigger one day, like like you said, just was like, "Fuck it, like let me just buy a camera and see what I can do with it." And dropped like what eight hundred on it? Yeah, yeah, I dropped like five or six hundred on it, and then you know all the accessories and stuff definitely added up pretty quickly. Yeah, I kind of wanted to go. So 
it's part of like a later question, but at any point, like definitely feel free to talk about kind of like the financial aspects of this, because I think a lot of people like, honestly, I feel like Instagram has kind of like almost tainted the culture of photography and videography to an extent, because anybody that you see on there now is a videographer. Now everyone's doing music videos. Now everybody's a rapper. Now all these bitches are fucking Instagram models and they're makeup artists and they're this and they're that. And it's like, okay, let's kind of go back to really what it is and what really makes someone an expert in that field and kind of, I guess, puts them at a different level. Um, first things first, like you have to invest in yourself. But I have watched Serena put a bunch of money into this whole thing. So when you first started and you got your first camera, what kind did you get? And like when you when you got it, what accessories did you have to get with it off tops <coughs> to just be able to start f- taking pictures of weed? Um, so the first camera I got, it was a Rebel T6, um, just like a really basic general camera. It's a Canon, actually. Yeah, Canon. Um, and it, it's just a really basic camera. Um, I got that with just uh, the standard 18 to 35 millimeter that it comes with. And um, after talking to Bruce Leroy, I kind of had an idea of what type of photography like he was looking for. And it was going to be along the lines of like macro photography, which required a certain type of lens that at that beginning stage I really wasn't going to be able to afford um so I kind of looked into other options like magnifying glasses and um certain magnifiers that you can put on the lens to just make the image look bigger um and so that's kind of where I started off with and I mean you've seen the you know initial pictures and I mean it, it started off with like pretty poor quality because of just you know the setup of everything and just trying to piece it together mm-hmm. now I know that um Green Lamp goes to a lot of vendor shows, and I know that you go to a lot of vendor shows with Bruce Leroy, like a lot more than I've been able to attend. So I know that like <clears throat> you put out a few videos for some of the sessions, either f- for like an artist that you were trying to promote, whether it be like with music or whatever, or when it came down to like Green Lamp and just promoting the business. So what do you personally like more, like taking the pictures for it or doing the video stuff? solely when it comes to like the cannabis community because I know you do videos for other like aspects like for music artists and things like that I think when it comes down to it honestly I I can't pick one that I favor I was I was actually thinking about that before the show um you know like if if there was one that I had to choose which one but the photos are kind of cool because with each bud you have to you have to make it look like the best that it can but at the same time the trimming could be differently or I don't know, just, just the, the bud size. And there's a lot of different aspects that I think go into it. Like you said, that people don't really look at a lot of people just think you just put the bud up there, take the picture of it. And that's it. You know, you may have to take it from different angles or image stacking like I'm doing now. Um, so that type of stuff is cool, but the videos, I mean, a video is always something new every time, you know, you, you get to go into a different event and, and each time just think of a different way to, to make, people want to come you know and either show up at the vendor shows or maybe try weed for the first time you know because they see other people interacting and you know just kind of how cool and and fun people are are having yeah we've talked about the vendor shows a little bit they they are a lot of fun so I always recommend people to go out Um, you'll have to get like the details a lot of times they don't have a lot of information online but they'll have a phone number for someone you can reach out to to talk to to get more information on it Um, so you can see if it's something where you do have to have your rec or if it's something where you can just get in now that it's legal in California because that's where we're at Um, they have them in the Bay Area they have them in Sacramento we kind of go 
back and forth between the bay and sac so if you're in this area or even in the central valley like not even too far tracy modesto going out that way definitely like look into the areas out there um, i think it's becoming more popular and when we go to vendor shows we meet people that are all in different areas so i'm sure that there's some out in your area too um <coughs> but kind of piggyback off that so you got into it because of green lamp and because of bruce leroy and your connection with him if it wasn't for him um do you think that you would have gotten into kind of like photography when it came to cannabis or just kind of into the cannabis community the way that you are now where it's more than you're just like smoking weed or like selling it or whatever um honestly no i i don't really think that i would have gotten into it this way because just the opportunity like just kind of landed there with just the time that he was starting and that he needed someone and was willing to to take on someone who wasn't really not knowledgeable at that time um so no I don't really think I, I would be invested in it and active in it like now but but um yeah, I don't know. yeah no I could understand that I kind of feel like if it wasn't for him too that maybe I wouldn't have explored so much the like possibility of doing a podcast because he really pushed for me to do that because, you know, like having the support of him and knowing that he would promote it the way that he has, you know, and kind of been there and in exchange, we would help promote his stuff and everything and help him with whatever he needed. It's always good to have connections, you know. Uh, obviously, these people remember it later on because he could have quite honestly hired anybody else. But I mean, he went with you and, you know, he goes with me when it comes to certain things to help promote his stuff. So, it, you know, just don't burn bridges. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so. Because a lot, a lot of people are, are doing this right now, what's been your biggest challenge when it's come down to kind of learning what you need to with, like, I don't even know how to say this because I don't really know a lot about, like, the verbiage when it comes to photography. But, but basically, like, what did you kind of utilize as, like, a resource to help you learn more about it? And what was your biggest challenge that you've had to face so far when it's come to, like, being able to take pictures in the way that's appealing so that people, whenever they go on weed maps or they go on Google and they look at the images, they see, like, professional-looking pictures? Because, like she said, it's not that simple to just take the picture and go on and turn up the brightness and there you go, the contrast a little bit, you know, maybe put a filter on it and make that bitch look nice. No, it's, it's way more more like involved in that so yeah um I think like the biggest challenge honestly has been learning the software um because like you just said you know the common misconception even with any other type of photography is just that it has to be um just a picture and then like you said putting a filter on it or what program do you use I use Adobe uh Adobe Premiere Pro for the videos um I use Lightroom and Photoshop for editing the photos um, but I think that was the biggest learning curve because the programs are just, they're, they're so detailed. You can do so many different things with them, you know, and, um, YouTube has been a really, like the, my best friend. Like I didn't really know anybody that was a professional photographer before starting this. So I, I didn't have anyone to resource for things. So Pinterest and YouTube were my two things. And I just, would sit online, you know, while I'm working from home in between calls and just sit there and watch videos or play with certain things and, and try and figure it out. Which it's important to remember that. Like if you if you have an interest and even if you don't think it's something that you can do, YouTube is literally like the fucking Bible at this point. Like you can learn how to do anything through fucking YouTube. They have videos for like literally anything that you want to do. So I mean, all you have to do is research. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I want to do this or oh, I want to do that. And then they like kind of look into it. And they're like, wow, it's a lot more work than I thought. And then it almost turns them off to the idea. But it's like the resources are there. You just have to be motivated. You just can't be lazy and think it's going to be super easy. Like the grind is not pretty, people. It is not. 
No, for sure. And I mean, that that's kind of where I think I I had a challenge too, was that stepping into it, I had that like misconception, like, okay, cool. I can just walk in here, snap one picture of the bud, take a, you know, a couple little edits, you know, like you said, to the brightness, contrast, whatever. And now that's a done picture. But I've learned through trial and error that taking my time and now taking 10 to 15 pictures and then stacking them on top of each other and going through and detailing each and every part of the bud, um, it makes a complete difference on, on the quality. Um, and like you said, most people aren't taking the time out to, to try and learn how to do that. And then on top of that, sit in front of the computer for a half hour to an hour editing just one photo. So what did what did you do when you first started as opposed to like now when it comes down to the editing process and like terms like you've talked you kind of said stuff about like um, like image stacking and like uh, the quality of your pictures has has obviously like progressed over time. But like what were you doing initially and then like what is different now and like how I guess long was that time frame in between from when you kind of like started progressing because you haven't been doing this for too long, right? No. Um, so I started off right around like April, May of last year. Um, and I got that, you know, really standard equipment, um, just like I said, to get going. Serena just dropped the damn blood on the dog. But you see, I kept it real G though. I didn't, I didn't make a move. Yeah, the dog didn't poor, make a move. Poor dog over here. Her fucking fur's burning. But she's still asleep. So it's G and we're on. So, um, um, I started off with that really basic equipment and, um, talking with Bruce Leroy, we realized that, you know, kind of investing in the equipment and not just the software was something that we were going to need to do. Um, initially I was just taking one photo and editing it off my phone and whatever, like program I could find Lightroom. I used it on my phone pretty much for everything at that point, but just one picture and then edit it a little bit and send it off. Um, we went through, what was it, like January that you got me the camera? Like, you helped me get the camera um, around January. Um, and from there, um, I ended up getting a, a better lens, um, a 100 millimeter macro lens that is <clears throat> basically designed to take up close pictures. So when I first got that lens, that's all that I was focused on was taking really up close pictures. And it still looked nice because it was a higher quality equipment but I still wasn't utilizing the program to its like full capability. So um, I kind of started going through and just following other photographers that were specializing in cannabis. Um, and I could, I, I mean, I don't know. There was only a few of them, like you said, because there there's not that many people doing it. But I was able to find them. And one of them just kind of dropped a hint about some different things that he had done and, and kind of how he had progressed. And one of the things that he had mentioned was just image stacking. And that's the one and only thing he said. And I just, like you said, kind of just took YouTube and everything else and just ran with that and started figuring out how to do that. And pretty soon afterwards, like the photos are now, like you said, kind of, I mean, I have now some on weed maps from some other vendors that I worked with. And I have a little bit more insight to this because Serena and I live together. So like I've kind of been able to see what the difference is like myself, like visually, like actually see it. And I know what pictures are hers and like I can see like the different progression. But essentially kind of what the issue was, I remember initially was when she would take the one picture and she would try and edit it it was always like not focused in one spot. So like the whole picture would be clear, but then like the center of the bud or like the center of the top of the bud or just, just a certain part would be like blurry. And we would sit there and we were like, well, why is it coming out like that? Like we don't really know what else we can do. And I don't know whose page it is or if it's just like a photographer and he does it for different vendors or whoever, but 
his shit was fucking insane. So basically, like, he had, like, I don't even know. It was so cool. Like, he would have the video, like, the camera, like, start super far back and then zoom in. But it almost, like, made it look like the, the bud was, like, a tree. Like, the way that he had it in the frame just made it look really big. And he did a full 360 around it. And as he was doing the 360, he was going closer and closer so you could see the different parts and you could see every single like thing that was on the weed on the weed on the bud and like I don't know it was just it was so cool and so we started thinking about like well what what can you do that would kind of like make it a little bit different for you but first things first like how do we get the image to be like 100% completely clear so like when it comes like down to like the equipment like you have to be a skilled person to know what to look for and like the angles to which to take pictures of things. You have to have a certain degree of like insight and creativity when it comes to that. But the biggest part of it that I, I think people don't understand is that it is the equipment that you're using. Just like when it comes down to weed and what you're using to grow, if you're putting more money into it, you're going to get something that's a little bit higher quality. It does make a difference with the type of camera that you have, the base, and then the lens that you use. And I didn't really understand that before, but being able to see the difference when we got her the new camera and the new lens and seeing just it was insane like the way the pictures turned out we were like oh my god you're like a professional photographer that shit's dope like it was just it was crazy and she just took one picture with it and it was me you and bruce lee were over there and we were all tripping we were like damn this shit's like like this is gonna get us to the next level you know what i mean like it was just it was super dope to watch the difference so yes it definitely depends on the person not everybody can pick up a camera and be great at what they do but you also have to be willing to invest in yourself we she's put a lot of money into everything even the programs that she uses you have to pay for that shit monthly you know and that's more than a lot of other people are willing to do to even start and so you know just to get to that next level sometimes you have to completely invest in yourself and and that's that's what you have to do that's kind of what she's been doing so I'm gonna go into the next question unless you have something you'd like to say on top of that uh, no, I mean, you. I think you covered everything. The only thing I think um, maybe to elaborate on what you were saying as far as maybe may making people understand it, like the type of um, photography that he is doing, like you said, is image stacking, but he was taking up to like 18,000 images at one time and just rotating the bud on, on a particular kind of device that you can just have a hands-free you know, motion where it's just constantly rotating and he's just sitting there taking constant pictures and it's not even just taking of the constant pictures, but it's also focusing the lens because again, like you said, what a lot of people don't understand is that it's not just about putting the camera in auto mode and then just taking the camera, like letting the camera take all the pictures for you. You have to know the ISO, the shutter speed, um, you know, all the different ins and outs of that so that you can, and I don't even know what the fuck that means <laughs> so so that you can actually get you know like you were saying you know the clarity in each part of the bud because that like you said was a big part of the the problem so it is a little bit more difficult than I think people realize I think that's what I'm trying to get across is that like there's just more that goes into it just like selling weed just like doing whatever you know I if you're good at what you do, you make it look really easy. And then people, everyone's like, I can do it. And then they try to do it. And they're like, fuck, this is not as easy as I thought it was going to be. And if you put in work, like you, you can be that same person. You can make it to where it's, it looks like it's easy for you because you just know what you're doing. Like you just, yeah. Anyway. Um, so I know that you haven't been doing this for like a super long time, but what's been your favorite part about working within the cannabis community so far? Like whether it be like any of the people that you've gotten to meet at the vendor shows or any pictures that you've gotten to take for any people or just kind of whatever. I think just in general, like kind of being immersed into the cannabis community because um, 
you've mentioned it kind of in past episodes about how there's like this stigma really about weed and just people who smoke weed in general, you know, um, and going to the vendor shows, being someone that um, is just a part of the community now, being able to just have that access to where people are open and, and they want to work with you because of, of what you're providing to the, the industry. It's I think that was probably the, the, the most enjoyable part right now is just that um, <clears throat> being able to connect with different people because I've met people that you would never think smoke weed, you know, like that actually, you know, are the, the biggest, you know, endorsers of weed and, and just everything about it, you know. Yeah, that's that's true. When you when you start to get more immersed into a particular community based off of like your hobbies or whatever, like you get to meet people. And, you know, I've gotten to go to some of the vendor shows with Serena and with Bruce Leroy. And it was really cool. Like you meet a lot of people there and people are really nice. And I, I don't know. I've never met like a stoner that was like angry especially when they're high. You know what I mean? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not the calmest person around. <laughs> I have a little bit of a temper. I'll admit it. I can be aggressive sometimes, but I mean, that's only if I'm sober. Like if I, like Serena can even like attest to it sometimes. Like I'll come home and I'm just in a mood and she's like, can you just smoke this blunt before we like do anything or talk or anything? <laughs> because I already know how this conversation is going to go. So it's like, once you smoke, you're happy. So the vendor shows, they're, they're, they're fun to go to. Um, so do you have any future plans, like, when it comes to, like, the cannabis community? Like, uh, I don't know, I guess any opportunities that have presented themselves? Or are you planning on trying to take your videography more into a different direction? Um, so I actually do have, um, hopefully pretty soon, starting up something with uh, the Terped Out Sesh um, in Hayward. Um, they're a weekly, a weekly uh, vendor show. <coughs> um they're a weekly vendor show out in Hayward that um, that Bruce Leroy um, attends, and uh, they wanted me to kind of do either like a bi-weekly or at least monthly type of like review, because they always have a bunch of different vendors there. Um, it, it's a pretty popular show, because they're, they're like, oh, the OGs out there. Um, so yeah, check them out on Instagram, but um, I'm, I'm going to be working on stuff with them, and honestly, just really getting better with, with my photography, that, that's kind of like my main goal right now, um, eventually, I, it would be nice to hire someone else to kind of tutor, and have them take the photos, and, and help me with it, but that's kind of the main goal right now, is just to keep getting better, because like you said, I've, I've only been doing this for a year, so there's, there's more than enough opportunity to continue to grow. When it just comes down to videography or photography in general, like outside of the cannabis community, what is like your end goal? Uh, end goal to, to run a video production company where it's it's not necessarily specialized in anything other than just visuals, whether it's weddings, uh, product photography, commercials. I mean, just all across the board, just whatever type of visual work someone would need um, is, is the ultimate goal to just build a team kind of from the ground up and, and do it organically. So, I mean, if, if you are somebody or if you know somebody that uh, kind of specializes in anything that might have like something to do with videography or photography, whether it's like uh, editing, uh, web design, uh, graphic arts, anything like that, definitely hit her up. Um, she's what what a lot of people don't know and I didn't even know this until she started taking pictures is that a lot of people will do work freelance and uh, you can find them like on certain like hosting sites basically and you just put out like an ad for whatever job you're doing and whatever you need them to do and people will hit you up and let you know what their rates are and so you can kind of um, what is it called uh, when you hire people in different countries 
Yes. Uh, it's <laughs> Sorry. It's like a form, I guess you could say, of outsourcing. Obviously, it's like a, <laughs> a little bit different, but it's just you're, you're kind of outsourcing your work to somebody else. It, it, it uh, frees up space for you. Um, I know it gives her a lot of extra time to be able to take on more projects if she needs to. Um, and um, it gives other people opportunities to kind of build their portfolio. So um, if that's anything that you guys do, she's always, you know, looking to kind of work with people, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now I know that you kind of just talked about like your opportunity with Terped Out Sesh that's coming up, but what have you kind of done so far with your photography or videography, like as a whole, whether it be in the cannabis community or outside of that, like what work have you done? Um, so uh, in the cannabis photography, besides with Bruce Leroy, I actually uh, recently have started taking on projects with uh, Trees of Knowledge. They're another cannabis delivery service out here in Sacramento. So check them out. Um, but um, wedding photography and videography has actually been really big for me lately. Um, I've had a couple weddings booked, um, and so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I have a few engagements. I've done a few gender reveals as well. Um, music videos has been something that has kind of been at the forefront, though. My best friend, Mel. Uh, she me. was in episode one. Yeah, with major grind management, you know um shout them out follow them on instagram you know but um yeah that that's been like the priority there is just kind of getting major grind off um off the ground and and doing like i said everything organically i'm just trying to to start it from the ground up and do it just a little bit differently than everybody else what makes you so different uh well one i'm a female and um there's not that many females that are in this industry and doing it by themselves. You know, most of them have a team that they've kind of already, you know, that they've been around. Um, and just to be, uh, I don't know, I guess you could say just, just innovative, you know, like, um, I see a lot of actual photographers and videographers out here now starting to team up, but, um, I don't know, just to put a different, I don't know, different spin on it. We're, we're, we'll figure it out. I don't want to leak out too much. I don't know. Okay, 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 whatever, whatever. But she does make a good point when it comes to, like, females in certain industries. Um, uh, I feel like the music industry on, like, a kind of, like, higher corporate level is, like, way more male-dominant than, than female. Um, when it trickles down, obviously, like, even when it comes down to artists, um, depending on, like, what genre you're within like it's still pretty male dominant um a lot of people don't know these things but it's kind of like well how would you know unless like you looked into it but um drake god's plan yes his music video for god's plan was directed by a female and she was gay right i no, i don't know if she's gay oh, but she's, she's actually directed a few of his music videos and actually she does a lot of them she's probably one of the bigger ones but even like her, she has like a bunch of different people under her that work with her, you know, that they're all kind of networked together. So um, there, there's definitely females that are doing it out there, though. So shout out to them. Yeah, but I just I think it's cool. Like like someone like her, she's paving the way for other artists like Serena to be able to kind of rise up in, in an industry like that where, you know, a lot of times behind the camera or in the background of any type of video, if you see females, they're normally more so associated with like wardrobe or hair or makeup or, you know, something like that. Not necessarily like behind the camera, maybe like a creative director or, you know, that. But, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's a little bit different. I understand what you mean. That kind of gives me a little segue into what I wanted to talk about next. So I put out a poll on Instagram and I asked if you guys would 
follow, I guess, loaded more if it was in the form of a video as opposed to like audio, like a podcast. And a majority, I think it was like, I don't know, 80 something percent said yes, that they would rather see videos than listen to audio. But kind of have like a little sit down with my friend Lexi, with my girl and, and her cousin, my friend Marissa. And we were talking about it and I kind of wanted to be innovative myself when it came down to starting a podcast. Um, I listen to podcasts a lot, but I work like my whole life away every single day, every week, every month, every year. So I don't necessarily have a lot of time to watch things. And I like podcasts over music when it comes down to work because for whatever reason, it helps me focus and concentrate a little bit more. I don't know why. Also, it puts me in a good mood because of the types of podcasts that I listen to. I don't know. I just love them. Um, But when I started listening to them more, I was kind of like, that's what I want to do. You know, it was something that I really got excited about, you know, just something on the side, seeing what it could turn into. You know, if I could build a brand, then that would be great. When I released the video, I didn't have a problem doing that for my solo sesh, but I kind of figured that this would happen where like people would forget about the audio because they are so focused on like the visual aspect of it. Well, what does this person look like? You know, as opposed to what they sound like, are they pretty? Are they fat? Are they cute? You know, like what color is their hair? Like what color are their eyes? What is their nationality? What gender? You know, whatever. Well, guess you already know the gender, but I don't know. Lexi had basically said something or it was either Lexi or Marissa may have been Marissa, but, um, she had kind of like said something along the lines, like you want to be more so known for like your content and for like, I guess like your, um, I wish I remembered what she said. It was something, but basically be more known for that than just like a pretty face. And it's like, I'm not saying that I'm pretty. I'm not saying that at all. Can I have the water please? I'm thirsty. I'm not saying that at all, but shut up no I'm not but I feel like I would rather be known for something different you know like I don't know I if I wanted to put myself out there and be one of those girls that like just made videos of them smoking like I could have done that like I wanted to I kind of wanted to open a door for myself when it came to the cannabis community because there wasn't a lot of people in general doing podcasts about it let alone like a female doing a podcast about weed because I don't know I feel like it's there are a lot of girls that smoke like a lot of females, but it kind of almost used to be like looked down upon. Like, yeah, it, it still is, but I don't know. So I think I'm, I'm going to try and create some videos still for you guys, but I really think I want to stick to the podcast still. It's going to be a little bit difficult. Like I, you know, I work a lot. I tell you guys this all the time, not because I'm just trying to complain or anything, but it's just because if, if I had the time to do things the way I wanted to do them and have certain people on here that, I don't know, would give me more credibility to where I could grow and reach more people, then that would be great. But that may not be what's in the cards right now. But this is still something that I want to do. But I want to do it my way. So I appreciate your guys' feedback. I'm still going to try and give you guys what I can. But I like the audio part of it. And I mean, to piggyback on that, because I actually, like you said, live with you. And I, I see the the hard work that you put into this podcast and how you're sitting up, falling asleep, editing shit. And I told y'all I do that. I'm not joking. But also, I have like a weird sleeping disorder. So yeah, you whatever. But I come out there and you're like, damn, you're about to burn the house down because you're smoking a blunt and trying to edit the software. And, you know, we, we fought that time that you tried to create that video because it takes a lot of fucking hard work, okay? So she was the person I was talking about, and I wasn't trying to put her on blast, but I was so mad that day that I said it in the nicest way I could on my solo sesh. I said, the person that was making the video didn't do things the way they were supposed to do it. It was her bitch ass. Yeah, no, we're not even going to fucking talk about what you fucked up. But anyway, go on, go on, go on. It's it was your fault. Of, it's a lot of fucking work. That's all, okay? It's a lot of work. And... um. 
I don't want you to be stressed out. And so, yeah, you guys just fucking listen to the audio. Like, it's really not that bad. If you're fucking on your drive home, like, it fucking took me 30 minutes to drive five miles a day. And I could have listened to half your fucking episode just right there. So it's... It, well, and I mean, and it's one thing, like, if you don't like it, like, whatever. I'm not going to make you listen to it. But a lot of my close friends don't listen to this. You haven't even listened to every single episode. Motherfucker, yes, I have. Okay, that was really aggressive. You could have just said, yeah, I have, you're wrong, whatever. Anyway, but it's like, I I don't know. (laughs) You just called me a bitch ass a second ago. (laughs) Anyway, I understand that podcasts aren't for everybody, but I appreciate those of you who have been listening. I appreciate the support on it. And if you know other people that like podcasts and you think that this might be something that they'd be interested in listening to, we're really trying to grow. We're really trying to do what we can here. Trying to develop more things out. I just... This is, might sound like kind of selfish, but I just don't want to invest a lot if I don't think that I'm going to get a lot back from it. Like as far as like merchandise goes, there's so many things that I've thought about like doing and, and seeing if I would get, you know, good results from. But if I don't get my listeners up on here, then it's hard for me to kind of logically justify putting money into something that is not profitable at the moment. But that sounds kind of bad because you have to do that. All the Pisces in me is just swimming around in my brain right now. Oh, see what you guys say to me? Just fucking listen to my podcast, damn it. You want to talk about my sleeping disorder or should I not talk about it? I don't really have a segue into that. I feel like your weed consumption has a lot to do with like. So back to my sleeping disorder because Serena has a lot of funny stories to kind of just end this episode on that. Um, So basically for a few, like for five years, I was working for the startup tech company. And for like the first like, like maybe three or four years, I was working at like 445 in the morning. And I lived like 45 minutes away, like with traffic without it, it was only like 25, but I would have to get up at like three every morning and leave at like 345 to make it to work on time. And I was working a second job and I was going to school. So I was like basically out in the Bay area every single day and I would have to stay out there. So I'd have to pack everything with me. And then I started dating this girl and she lived in Hayward and, or she went to school in Hayward, but she lived in Fairfield. So when we worked together at night, I'd have to take her home because she couldn't drive because she had epilepsy. We're just a fucking mess over here. Um, anyway, I wouldn't get home till like midnight. And so I was only sleeping like two, three, sometimes four hours average per night. And my like body couldn't keep up with it. And so one day I already knew that I was having problems like staying awake when it came to like certain activities or like even at work, I would like fall asleep sometimes on the phone and I like, I wouldn't really know what was going on. I would just wake up all of a sudden. It would kind of almost be scary because I'm like, well, what the fuck happened? How long was I asleep for? What's going on? Am I in trouble? You know, like who's this person on the phone? Who am I talking to? Um, But what kind of like opened my eyes was I was on my way home from work one day and I fell asleep driving and I crashed and I hit somebody. Well, not, it's not a person. I hit someone in a car. I say that and people are like, oh my God, you hit someone? And I'm like, no, they were fucking driving. Like, no, whatever. But I ran into them. It wasn't bad. They had kind of stopped abruptly and they had kind of like mentioned that. But I mean, I fell asleep and that's just really what it came down to. So I went to the doctor and they basically just told me that I had developed a sleeping order a sleeping order, a sleeping order. I had a sleeping order. I developed a sleeping disorder because I wasn't sleeping enough. And so basically what was happening was like my brain was like misfiring. So it would just like almost like shut off and I would just fall asleep. But like when I tell you like I would just fall asleep, I mean like in a matter of seconds, I would fall asleep. Like there would be times where I would pass her the blunt and then I literally would look over because I smell something burning and it's the sheets or it's it's one of the dogs or it's I mean it's just something I'm like what what's going on what are you doing yeah and you had said earlier that you feel like my weed consumption definitely like 
like heightens like the symptoms and I definitely think so but it kind of happens like either way but yeah like if I smoke like I will just pass out anywhere and like the thing that worries me is like I don't remember anything like I'd be having full-on conversations with people I'd be swing I, I swung on you a few times right absolutely every time you get up you're just always like what happened what did I do what were we talking about are you mad at me and I'm like because I don't remember anything like sometimes I'll remember running like sprinting to the room yeah because that's all you do I'm like I have to literally I have so many videos of you where I'm just like literally shaking you like get up Maddie get up and you're just like no no whatever and then you get up and then you just run to the room and you just run and you just lay and out. that's how fucking weird like can you imagine that if someone was like dead asleep and you could not wake them up and all of a sudden they just got up and sprinted to the room like i don't sprint for anything are you kidding me i'm so lazy i don't hate running i don't even like to walk like i don't even like getting out of bed like i don't i don't sprint so this shit's just hella weird but i don't know it, I guess it's kind of gotten better over the years because I've like changed my my schedule and like I always make sure when I have two jobs that like I, I adjust it to where it's not overlapping if I can help it so that I don't have those moments where like I overexert myself and then with my cannabis consumption on top of it and then the sleeping disorder that I just pass out in the middle of fucking whatever because I will like I've fallen asleep in public before it's really fucking embarrassing but yeah I'm pretty high me too do you feel like you have a headband on your head? I actually do. I do. Like, right on the front part of my head, at least. Really? I feel something on the back of my head. Well, this is... And that's a full band! Headband! <laughs> You're fucking stupid. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to call it. I wish you guys could see how... Oh, man. Fucking Charlie does not like Bentley. Charlie's my dog. Like, like we're co-parents to all of them, but, like, I got Charlie for me. Like, she's fine. Whatever. Molo's yours. It's, it's whatever. I had him before we met. So, yeah. That, that is. Right. So, but Charlie is, like, she's really, like, attached to me. She has very bad anxiety, but she doesn't like when I get close to other people or other dogs or just anything. And with Bentley here, you know, he's a puppy. He needs to be taken care of regardless of how fucking cute he is and how much I just want to, like, squeeze his head off. Um, she gets really jealous, and so she hates him. And she, like, tries to bite him and eat him all the time. And they were just cuddling, like, a second ago. And then we said something, and then she fucking moved because she's a brat. She's like the biggest brat in the world. And I feel bad because I feel like I made her that way. <laughs> huh? You did. How? Um, all the coddling. I mean, you never left her alone from the second that we got her. She's high anxiety. Like, she could not be alone. You know, every time that we left her alone, we would come back and everything in the apartment would be fucked up. She was so small and she would rip the couch cushions off of the couch. She couldn't even climb on the couch and she would pull them off with her fucking fucking shark jaw. Like, I don't even under like, I don't understand how, like, how why she's so strong. times did she get high? She got high at least three or four times as a puppy. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Just how bad she was. Just in general. She would just get into shit like fucking weeds. She'd fucking eat it or fucking whatever we'd have on the floor. Just in general. But me being into the psyche of animals, I just associated it with her being upset because she was being left alone and she was high anxiety. And obviously, like, I want to try and fix the issue. So Serena and my old roommate, Eric, were kind enough to help me watch her 24-7. I was working two jobs. I would go to work at 6 o'clock in the morning. Serena would be there to watch the dogs because she would bring Mala over too. And then she would work in the evening. So we would do like a switch. So 
she would drop the dog off at Eric's house because Eric will work at the same time I did in the mornings. Oh my God, this is complicated. And then <clears throat> Eric would watch Charlie until I got off of work from my second job, which was at like 11. And then I would go and I would grab her and then we would go home and then we would do it the same way every time. And then if I didn't have to work my second job, Serena would bring Charlie to the job that we were working at together, that startup tech company that we were at. And then we would like switch and I would grab her and then take her back home with me. So she like literally had somebody with her 24-7. And whereas like it made me feel like I was doing the right thing, I kind of don't think I did because she can't – like she can be on her own for a little bit now, but like she's just attached to my hip, which I love. I can't complain about. I love that she loves me so much. But I think it's more out of fear <laughs> than love. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm trying to be like Bentley right now, pass that on my back with my eyes closed. We should take a picture of him and put it on the blog. Can you take a picture of him? so cute he's really cute well alrighty, stoners thank you for uh listening to this episode <clears throat> make sure to check out the blog i'm still behind on it but i promise at some point i'll be caught up i don't know when it might be in like a year from now but eventually we'll get caught up so go ahead and shut yourself out one more time thanks for having me maddie yeah one more time serena ray visions you can follow me at serena ray it's kind of weird spelling so we'll put it in the bio eventually the blog the blog the, the blog you know what i mean uh major grind management you know all of that Freeman. green lamb delivery 707 who else am i missing i think that's everybody turped out, out 710 uh, the other delivery service. sova i don't know if they're they're on weed maps and and uh trees of knowledge yep yep tap in with all of them Yeek. Yeah. And you can all tag all of her information so you can check out her portfolio, her portfolio online. She works out here in the Sacramento area, but also goes to the Bay Area. And like she said, and like you can see on her website, she does a lot of uh, different things. She's very versatile in her work. So feel free to reach out to her for any of your photography needs or videography needs or she's pretty good at writing documents now. Right. Or like a tr treatment. No, 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 no. Contracts. Oh, contracts she's very good at writing contracts so if you need a contract written up i guess you can hit her up for that shit too i don't know whatever anyway thanks for listening you're supposed to stay stay lit so say it stay lit yeah, at the same time ready one two three stay, stay lit, lit. <laughs> hey guys thanks for listening to another episode of loaded our cover art is by dj harmony music by mcf beats Make sure to visit our website and blog at www.weareloaded.online. You can also follow us on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash wearloadedpod. I've been utilizing my personal Instagram account recently to help promote the podcast, so feel free to follow me on there as well at love.madison. And remember, Madison is with an E, not an O. If you have any product recommendations or have products you would like featured on the show, please feel free to email us at wearloadedpodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on different podcasting platforms, but to really help us grow, please listen to us on iTunes or through Apple Music. If you're an iPhone user, you can use the podcast app already on your phone, or you can listen to us online via computer. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review to allow us to keep creating awesome content for you. And as always, to cover our blunts as well as yours, Loaded Podcast does not encourage or recommend the use of marijuana prior to using any heavy machinery. Loaded Podcast does not support the use of marijuana prior to driving a vehicle or entering a drug-free workplace. Whether using marijuana for medicinal or recreational purposes, please always remember to smoke responsibly. And as always, donors, make sure to stay lit.